Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're going in raw. Hey, Brenda Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here, youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, the notify bell next to it, uh, and also leave us a rating, review, or a comment. It's a really free, easy way to support Going In Raw. Yeah. Because the more reviews, ratings, and comments we get, the higher up in the iTunes rankings we go, mm. discoverability and all that kind of stuff. Quick reminder, we also have channel memberships now available on YouTube if you enjoy the show live or if you want to catch some Going In Raw bonus content, $5 a month right here on the YouTube. Hit that join button. Yeah. Uh, you get some badges, emotes, and like I said, access to all the bonus content that our patrons do over at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. That's yes. also a really great way to support Going In Raw. We get five, $5 a month. You get five bonus episodes per week. Including the very popular Ask Stephen Larson yes. Friday or Saturday show, yes. where we ask strictly non wrestling questions. Yes. Only questions not pertaining Only to the questions. one thing that we're very well known for yes. here on internet. So, anyways, very exciting stuff. Yeah, very exciting. Uh, so, oh, let me shout out some new pet. At the $1 and up mark uh, on Patreon, you get shout outs. While I load up the new patrons. I don't know if we have any new patrons over the last 24 hours. Yeah, Sometimes we do. We have a new member. The other guy is Thank a new you. member. He, it says here at 1.59 in the morning. I don't know if he's Pacific time or not. Oh. But I think this is. So like 2 o'clock in the morning our time. He was like, oh, yeah. Need I'm going to join. Need some of that bonus content. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, we got, uh, what to say, Thursday? Yeah. Uh, 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 Jeff Patterson might be new. Might have said that uh, name I yesterday. I don't remember that name. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, nobody knew. That's okay. Doesn't have to be a thing every day. No, definitely not. Uh, so, anyways, NXT. Yeah. 205 Live. Yeah. And NXT UK. Mm. Uh, <laughs> what was the deal with that barn they shot in? That That's where weird, they had access. That weird warehouse they were in. It was uh, in Brooklyn. Was it, Pier, it was Pierce. I thought it was Pierce something. It is Pierce something. Something. Somebody I saw it on Twitter. It is. That's where they had access and 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 the matches there. Yeah. Somebody on Twitter. It looks like something a, like a huge warehouse. Is what it looks like. The the, the one reaction I saw because I sort of did a little bit of looking up on that. A guy said, "Yeah, I remember just sitting there and looking around, looking at how cheap this place looked." 
Yeah, that's where they had access. Yeah. I thought wasn't didn't access used to be Well, you know, the issue, remember, it was that they booked Mania so late that by the time they booked it, every place they would normally have access was already booked. Wasn't there a time when access so like you have the superstore and then access is going on with all the signings and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when we went in yeah. Orlando, it yeah. was like and then there's like random rings. So was was that how, or was it always in like a separate place? I didn't. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember for Orlando because I never saw any of the matches from that access. But uh, at least the last two, the one that happened at Rumble this year and this mm-hmm. one, I mean, with this on like one side of the wrestling ring area, you could see some banners and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the Rumble, I believe, it was by and large completely blocked yeah. off from the rest of the proceedings. Yeah, I think that's kind of how they do it. Oh, okay. Because I'm sure, like, the access floor is pretty noisy and stuff. So they yeah, to isolate yeah. the wrestling stuff so they can control the volume levels of everything. You would think. I like the idea that I could just be roaming around looking at artifacts and items from WWE and then, like, randomly over there. And there's a match going oh, on. Oh, like, there's Luke Harper versus Donovan. Don, Don, Chris Dijak. Yeah. Donovan Dijak. Yeah. Donovan. No, Dominic. Dominic? Dominic. Uh, used to be Donovan. Yeah. Okay. Used to be Donovan Dijak. Now it's Dominic Di- Dijakovic. Yeah, it's still like. Hard to say. We're going to talk about him a little bit today. Yeah. It's always fun when we get to talk about. His yeah. butt's not hanging out of his shorts anymore. No, he's got, he got new shorts. He's got like, he Apparently, he feasted his eyes on some going in raw because his shorts are lower now. Yes. So his ass cheeks aren't hanging out. Yes. Or maybe he just is, didn't I don't, like, his like I understand why they want to do these TV tapings for NXT UK um, outside of the United Kingdom. They're cheap. They yeah. Look, but the I issue think is. That's why, but also they look cheap. Yeah, they do, but also it's like you, they generally have no bearing on it. What's actually going on story-wise on the show? Mm-hmm. And this, last night's episode, especially, was very light. Yeah, there was a lot of talking. Yeah, not a whole lot of uh, matches of consequence. No. So I kind of even the one match of consequence had a really silly ending. <laughs> There's nothing vital happening in NXT UK right now. No, there's like nothing vital, and I'm really bummed out. So I, I'm pretty sure it wouldn't surprise me if uh, the, at the next uh, takeover, uh, Black, uh, I'm sorry, the next UK takeover, uh, they did Pete Dunne versus Walter. That seems obvious. Yeah. I really don't want them to, to rush into Devlin versus Walter. No, like, that was like the best part of the episode last night, that little tease. I know. Devlin like, is, is, is even better week to week. Like... He's just so comfortable mm-hmm. and he's so good. Mm-hmm. And I really don't like having witnessed just on that little shaky uh, cell phone cam. Yeah. Uh, uh, Devlin's win against Walter in uh, uh, OTT. Mm-hmm. I want that. Re- I think they can recreate something that cool. Yeah. It's going to take a while. If they play though. the long game. Yeah. They have to play the long game. With and it, eventually absolutely. they turn Devlin face, face because I think he'd be terrific that way. I mean, yeah. I think he's a natural successor to Pete Dunn mm-hmm. in terms of a guy who. Yeah, he started out as a heel. He never really changed to face, but he is. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. He never changed who he is. Just no. people thought it was super cool. Well, he realized that Pete Dunn's incredible. Yeah. And then they just had him stop beating up faces. Yeah, that's pretty much the only change. <laughs> and that'll do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's not a lot going on of consequence over there, over in NXT. Oh, man, that was a hell of an episode. It was a great episode. 205 Live was great, too. 205 Live was was really interesting in that we saw a, a very obvious transitionary thing happen. Yes, yes. Um, and so that was really cool. And that that there's a lot of questions about how that's going to go on, although it seems kind of 
obvious and interesting how they're going to proceed with 205 Live. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. Yeah, it seems like it's, it's going to be the NXT for cruiserweights, kind of. Yeah, it it, it definitely feels like Although that. there'll be some cruiserweights in NXT still, as evidenced by the thumbnail. Kushida is going to debut there in a couple weeks. In NXT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think that you're going to see... I think you're going to see NXT is going to be the place where the exciting people who have names mm-hmm. are going to go, regardless of their size. And then... 205 is going to be the place where people go if they haven't really established a name. Yeah. Um, or maybe like in the case of Canellis, although I think he's kind of an outlier. I think if you need to sort of rehab your brand a little bit oh, and if you're if your size fits. The, the, uh, the approach of 205 Live essentially being uh, NXT for Cruiserweights only really seemed to have been implemented, I would say, within the last few months, though, after Canellis was already... Uh, brought to the show makes you wonder how far back the concept of that goes yeah i know you know i mean i wonder if it was the kind of thing where i mean i know obviously when it started like they had cruiserweight stuff going on in raw yeah um and that's obviously stopped but uh but yeah i wonder i wonder at what point they sort of decided okay this is how we're going to approach 205 Mm -hmm. because it does seem to be a very distinct specific thing that they're going to do with it Mm -hmm. so that's kind of cool um but all in all like i mean yeah besides besides uk which I mean, still set some things up. We're gonna get like a, a Mastiff versus Wolfgang thing of some sort. But yeah, I know you're always down in UK. I love UK. I don't know why you're down on it. Well, I mean, there's a few that I, I just know Dave Mastiff's gonna win and it won't really do much. Yeah. Well, it should be fun in the meantime. I don't know. I'm okay with the. I'm okay enjoying the journey while it's around. You're not Pete Dunn, dude. Stop doing that. You're not him. Anyways. Uh, NXT kicked off with Velveteen Dream oh, versus man, Buddy Murphy. Great. This is like a takeover level match. Yeah, it was like 20 minutes long, too. Yeah. They gave it a ton of time, and it delivered. Boy, Buddy Murphy. I love how much Velveteen Dream sort of sold for Buddy Murphy. Like, by the end of that match, Velveteen Dream looked like he'd been hit by a truck. Yeah, I know. And that was awesome. Oh, no, he was selling all over the place, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this great spot early on where uh, Buddy Murphy is running to do his tope con hero. Uh, Velveteen Dream gets out of the way, gets in the ring, and he's he's kind of like sitting on his knees and poses. And then Buddy Murphy grabs his arms and give him give him the knee right yeah, to the face. That was awesome. That yeah, was I love how Velveteen Dream sold that too because he just went backwards. Yeah, his with his legs, legs still his under knees him. Yeah, were still bent. Yeah, and Buddy Murphy trying to pin him with his legs. That was great. Him. That was cool. Like he was just knocked out right then and there. There were a couple moments where uh, Velveteen ate a move and he just looked like he was knocked out. Yeah. Um, there's a spot where they're both kind of like on the second rope. And they just punch each other back and forth, back yeah, and forth. Slugfest up on the on the second rope. Yeah, you don't see that a whole lot. No, when then they both when fall both, off. When both people just, like, because I, I love to see, yeah, like Velveteen Dream. I don't know if this was during the same sequence or not, but Velveteen kept on trying to get, he trying to he kept on trying to go up and get a, a, a superplex. Yeah. And yeah, Buddy yeah, Murphy yeah. kept on shoving him off. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, at one point they were both up there punching each other, and they just they just both fell. Yeah. And they both beat the 10 count and get back in the ring. Uh, it's a cool spot where uh, Buddy goes for a sunset flip. Dream escapes. He hits the Dream Valley driver. Mm-hmm. Gets a two count. Saw a cheeky Nando's powerbomb combo from Buddy. Buddy Murphy's got a great powerbomb. Dream kicks out. And this was rough. Uh, Buddy Murphy hits a V-trigger on the apron. Yeah. And Dream sold it like he was just basically dead weight. Yeah. He was out. Yeah. And there was a great moment where, where they're both out there. And the ref is like at seven, and Buddy's. What well, Dream, Dream is completely. Dead. He's out. Yeah, he's, he's dead so, weight. So, but Buddy's all. What am I going to do? I can't get Dream back in the ring. 
Because if he wins by count out, he doesn't win the title. So okay. he goes, rolls in the ring real quick, rolls back out, breaks the 10 count. Right at nine, too. Like yeah. The timing on that was tight. Uh, back in the ring, though, uh, Buddy's trying to get in the ring. Dream hits a Famouser, the Dream Valley driver, and a Purple Rainmaker to escape with a victory. Yeah. But like I said, he looked like he'd been hit by a truck. Oh, afterwards. yeah. It was, it was really cool. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, there, there was a great part where uh, Dream had uh, Murphy in a, in a chokehold mm-hmm. and a headlock. And, uh, and he said, where's your title? And then Buddy Murphy wears stuff and grabbed his hair back like this. Ah! I don't know. There was a lot of great interplay like that. Yeah, I liked yeah. it. it yeah. Good stuff. It was good. Really good match. Uh, next, we had a Street Profits video uh, promo. Um, they're talking about what they want to do. They go to Regal's office. Out comes War Raiders, because that's what their shirts say. Are Street Profits really tall, or are War Raiders just really average size? I think I think because the profits they, are pretty tall because they came out and I was like, they are much smaller than I had thought they would be. Because I think like Angelo Dawkins played college basketball. Oh, okay, all right. I mean, Montez looks like he's a tall guy, but you can kind yeah, of yeah, Angelo six five according to. Oh wow! I think Montez is probably at least six two. He's got to be at least I'd say six three, six one. Only six, only six one. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, those are six, well, Ray no, Rose man, six one. No. He is not the same height as Montez Ford. Maybe I'm maybe I'm, I'm amplifying it in my head as well, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just sort of surprising to me. They walk out of the office. This is Hanson six two. The Viking, the Berserkers. Would people have crapped on the Berserkers? Not as much. Not as much. They but there was there was a wrestler in the nineties named the Berserker <clears throat> in the early nineties. Randall. What? Randall. Here comes Randall. Yeah. He's a berserker. And that's what all the, it would have been a bunch of uh, clerks memes. Um, My love for you is ticking clock. Yeah. <laughs> it all been about that. Sorry. I'll stop now. I'm good. I'm good. I got it out of my system. You got it out of your system, yes. Yeah. No, when I read that, it was the first thing I thought, too. <laughs> well, when you're like a t- when you're a, an aspiring filmmaking high schooler. In the mid-90s, yeah. In the mid-90s, that's your Bible right there. It's one of them, yeah. <laughs> Um, so anyways, uh, War Raiders walks, walk out of Regal's office. They say, we heard everything you've been saying. And they both have shirts on that have War Raiders on it. Yeah. <laughs> and later on, Nigel, in an obvious voiceover for yeah. a thing they cut sent to Raw, uh, says, NXT Tag Champs, the Viking experience. You want to uh, talk about that really quick? Like, uh, I forget who, do you, remember, do you remember who had it? Uh, about how Viking Experience was a day of decision. Yeah. They had planned on uh, going with Berserkers. Yeah. But then Vince changed it at the last minute, went with the Viking Experience. So that's just how things run over there, man. Yep, really that's, is. That's how they go. What? The Viking Experience? Oh, I'm too busy for this. I can't, I yeah. can't deal. <sighs> All right, Focus well, elsewhere. Focus elsewhere. At least I still got Gargano down there in a disputed era. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, War Raiders walk out of Regal's office, say they have a match next week against Street Profits. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this won't be for the titles because I'm sure this match was shot before. Uh, I want a Street Profits. I want them to be serious and focused. Yeah. Not the goofiness. No goofiness. They need to find, they need to find the, the, the aggression. Yes. It. Agreed. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, that's happening. Uh, next week. Next, we got a Johnny Gargano promo. Are they gonna? So are they gonna? Are they gonna change the lower third now for next week's NXT? For I don't know. For War Raiders? I think I changed those T-shirts too. Yeah. Well, I mean that's too late. 
I mean, they're going to have Viking Experience t-shirts. I'm just saying, like, for TV. Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, they're going to have to. They're going to have to, right? Yeah, because they already retconned their name on TV this week. They called it Viking War Experience. Raiders on their Tron? Yeah, there's something so. There's some things you just can't change, I guess. Well, I mean, they had a Viking Experience Tron on Raw. No, but it's already filmed. Oh, point. yeah. It's mm. already filmed. Uh, they can just After Effects it out. They ain't doing that shit. <laughs> They'll cut around it best they can, probably. <laughs> probably. probably um, right. Johnny Gargano's uh, Johnny Champion shirt's terrible. The yellow one? Yeah, you oh, know why? why? Is that? Because it says Johnny Champion like his other ones, which is fine. Sure. But down here it says, on the end on Champion has an X and a T underneath of it. Oh, I didn't notice Yeah, that. it's not good. What does the X and the T mean? NXT. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. NXT. Yes. That's bad. Hold on a second. Yeah, pull it up. It does look not look it. good. Because I, I, it's in the same font as all of his other Johnny stuff. Yeah, the problem is it would be fine if it weren't for the the X and the T they slapped on for no reason. All right, well, let's take a Watch look. Watch it. It's ter- or take a look at it. It's I'm terrible. Take a look. I'm gonna look it's at terrible. It. Oh, NXT. NXT, come back. It's, it, look at that. <laughs> oh, oh, so it's it's good except for that. Yeah. And here's the thing. The, the, the X and the T... Well, they're kind of in that font. I mean, like the belt was kind of covering it up, so it was hard to see. But I, I hate I that they've got this stuff on the back. Yeah, no. one life, one dream, one destiny. Yeah, no, the, the 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 X and the T slapped on there is worth is pointless. I get the feeling he's going to be in NXT for a long time. Yeah, he might be the lifer. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Given that Alistair Black and Ricochet stayed on main. There is still plenty for Ricochet to do. There wasn't really much for Aleister Black to do. Was it a situation where Vince saw all four of these guys, maybe for the first time, Mm -hmm. and said, man, these two are great. That little guy, he's got 205 written all over him. And then Triple H's like, oh, yeah, no, no. And then they put him in NXT because Vince wasn't high on him In in the just two weeks that he saw him. Oh, Gargano? Yeah. I mean, obviously, Ciampa was out for surgery, but... Well, I mean, like the idea I got, at least regarding Ciampa, is that they knew he was hurt. They knew he was going to take time off, but they wanted to get him to get that main roster experience nonetheless. If he wasn't hurt, would they have brought him up and just kept them as DIY as a tag team? I don't know because the, I don't know. Because if he wasn't hurt, then he I don't know if he would have dropped the title to Johnny then, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm assuming if he hadn't got hurt, yeah, I don't know. That would have been a conundrum right there. That would have been odd. Well, I guess, I mean, what they could have done is is it was kind of serendipitous. They were at a point in storylines in NXT where they were kind of got back together for the sake of the Dusty Classic. I guess they could have continued their storyline. I mean, would they have thrown... I don't think they, I, I, at this point, I don't think anybody's continuing anything on Maine. Probably not, but because it, it, Vince is just, it's a clean slate for him. Yeah, unfortunately. Oh, what, who do they, war what? No, Vikings bring. It maybe they would have tossed Adam Cole into the match as a three way to get him the title at the last minute if Vince was yeah, like, I, I want know. both these guys up as a tag I team. But I suspect that if Vince was blown away by Gargano, he probably would have kept him on main. Yeah, I don't know. Otherwise, he was like, Yeah, yeah you can keep him. He can be your NXT champion, whatever. Yeah, I don't care. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I hate to speculate because it's hard to speculate in the, the whims of a, of a fairly fickle old man. You never know, man. Yeah. What's going on in that guy's head? Um, so Gargano had a promo. He was interrupted by Adam Cole in the Undisputed Era. Well, two-thirds of the rest of the Undisputed Era. Yeah, yeah. Kyle O'Reilly, Bob Fish. Uh, Adam Cole goes on. 
he's upset. He says, uh, I, I actually won that match. He declares himself the uncrowned NXT champion, calls Johnny a punk. Um, and then Johnny says, oh, you, uh, you worry about that for us. You worried about tension you, in, in, amongst you guys. You having trouble in your boy band? You guys not in sync? That was pretty funny. Was his pretty delivery funny. was really good. Yeah. Because that's like not a good line, but his delivery was good. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. I, how could you sit there? There's like a, I, I, I really wish Karen would have thrown like a tomato at the fella in the crowd saying, you still suck, Johnny. Like, oh, I didn't notice that. Well, there was a, there was like the, the steam started to pick up for the, like there was Johnny champion. You still suck. Johnny champion. Come on, man. He's your champion. That's only like, how many people are in full sale? Like 500, something like that. Not probably even that many. Yeah. Come on, man. Just flow with it. He's the new champion. Oh, well, I mean, no. people don't like Johnny wrestling. He's going to sit there. You still suck. Come on, man. He put on a five and a half star match hey, for people. Hey, man, he, that dude bought a ticket. No, nah, man. He's not trying to take over the show. He's expressing his opinion. Oh, that was a takeover attempt. No, nah, yeah, it was. was. He was trying to do his own NXT takeover. I say, Karen, next time somebody says, you still suck like yeah, that, man. tomato to the face. I, I think Shut him down. Everybody needs to express solidarity behind Johnny Gargano. I don't think that's the case, man. No way? No. If you thought he sucked, would you yell, you still suck? It's not the way. That's not really my thing, though. It's not really your deal, huh? No. You see the inside. Yeah, totally. I, re- up. I, do, I repress everything. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Until it explodes. Um, anyways, uh, Johnny says, well, you want to fight? Come on down the ring, Adam Cole. Adam Cole says, all right. Uh, he and the Undisputed Era make the way to the ring. And then out of nowhere, Roderick Strong lays out Johnny with a running, jumping knee. Yeah. He only took out one competitor this time instead of two I, or three. I wanted, I wanted like 15 frames before they cut. Because I wanted to see the full effect. Yeah, me too. Because it was very, very late when they did that. Um, and then uh, in the ring, Undisputed Era is holding up Gargano. Uh, Cole has the NXT titles holding it in Johnny's face, screaming at him, saying, I'm the champion. Mm. I'm the uncrowned champion. And then he super kicks him. Do you believe him? Well, I mean, my personal feelings that they should win the match, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, he knew he understood the rules of a best two out of three falls. Yeah, he did. So that's not really. I mean, it wasn't like he got, he was, I mean, he willfully gave up. Yeah. He tapped out twice. So, yeah. And like, you know, apparently you need to get a new finish. Yeah. Like it worked for one fall, but Johnny obviously didn't care about that first fall. Yeah. He was, he was, he was like, sure he had gas in the tank for the rest of the match. Yeah, exactly. Next, we had Aaron Fry take on Dominic Dijakovic. Didn't. Wasn't he much of a match. Dijak uh, hits like a spinning boot for the win. I thought I thought it was actually kind of a cool. That was the only move in the entire match. He did some funny stuff with his hands as he was spinning into the the motion to go yeah, for the, the boot. wind up. Yeah, <laughs> I was like oh, meeting. That was cool. Then he cut a promo uh, where he talked about his parents uh, immigrating here to America. Yeah, and he had opportunity flowing in his veins. He said he is where he is because of them. Yeah. I thought it was a very effective promo. Uh, and then shortly after that, he uh, deleted his Twitter account because he went a completely different direction with that theme. Uh, this is from WrestleZone. He had tweeted this out. This continent has everything backwards. This is a diseased environment that breeds impurity. The streets are almost as filthy as the inhabitants. I would know. I've lived the majority of my life here. I owe it to myself and my family to purify this wasteland. And then he tagged uh, the three current leaders of North America. Of course, our president, Donald Trump, uh, uh, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, and uh, Andre Manuel Lopez Obrador. I 
I'm assuming for Mexico. Um, what a terrible idea that was. Uh, yeah. And then he deleted the tweet and then, and then deleted all of Twitter. His Twitter, yeah. Yeah, and then he gave a call to Jack Dorsey and was like, can we delete all of Twitter of all time? Let's just start Twitter over. <laughs> can we just start over with Twitter? Um, so I was he going to go in a, a white nationalist gimmick? Was he floating that idea? That, that's not really a, a trial balloon, is it? <laughs> that's, a, that's a mistake. Yes. Yeah. Because I, I really dug the promo. Because I had heard about the promo, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then I saw him deliver it. This is after I had heard about this tweet. Yeah. And I was like, wow, what a great initial direction to go, even though it's kind of a face thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, opportunity. Well, I mean, even, face even, thing. He, uh, Triple H was asked at one point, like, why didn't they do Dijak versus Keith Lee at TakeOver before? Because it was announced and that rematch was happening. He said, oh, there's, yeah. there's a change in creative. Yeah. So that's why, because people thought Keith Lee was hurt, and he's like, no, there's, there's a creative change. So. He said something happened. He, he said something happened, and there was a change in creative. So that's kind of, that's oddball. Yeah. I don't know what that's, what's going on there. Yeah, but his promo last night was, was, was it, you know, it seemed more or less like a face promo. Yeah, and the, and the crowd, the crowd's behind him. Yeah. So, I mean, everybody, look, everybody likes the guy who's going to come out and annihilate a guy with one boot. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Um, and he's kind of goofy looking people like mm-hmm. that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, but then, yeah, he did mm-hmm. this. And I mean, luckily it mm-hmm. seemed to have sort of been extinguished immediately. And I'm assuming he did this for the sake of being a heel, not because he's, that's his actual, that's, that's a really villainous thing to tweet out. I don't yeah. <laughs> not very, not very subtle. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm glad that, uh, whoever it was shut that down because that probably wasn't like the best way to go. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Absolutely not. There's enough going on in this country. You don't need that in our fiction. Mm-mm. Anyways, uh, moving on. Uh, uh, next, we had a Undisputed Era interview. Um, and then Regal comes in and says, I, I just talked to Johnny Gargano. And uh, we'll have a match next week between Johnny and Undisputed Era. And Adam Cole's, yeah. 
Yeah. He says, it won't be you, Adam Cole. It'll be against Roderick Strong. Roderick did this. <laughs> and then so here's Adam Cole. The rest of the Undisputed Era are like, oh, yeah, this is great. This is great. Adam Cole's like this. Scratches his temple. Yeah, he's not happy about it. I mean, it's not a title match, so, I mean. And meanwhile, Roderick Strong's like, come on, it's good. It's good for me. Good for all of us. Everything's good for us. Yeah. Right? It's good for us. I mean, it's not a title match. I don't know what Adam Cole's upset about. It's up to you for Roderick Strong to go in the ring and soften up Johnny Gargano for eventual match with Adam, for, with Adam Cole. Adam Cole wants that match. He wants to prove that he is the uncrowned NXT but champion. Not, but, but it's not a title match. Roderick Strong should be vying for North American championship. Listen. If it was a title match, I would understand why Adam Cole would be upset. It's not a title match. What if Roderick Strong wins that match? Then there's going to be a massive conundrum there. Is Adam Cole supposed to help his friend well, win a match? this is what you do. This is what you do. And then prove that Roderick Strong should be up for that title? This is what you do. You have Roderick Strong get in there, lump up Johnny Gargano a little bit, and whether he's on the verge of victory or not, just have Undisputed run out and, just, uh, Undisputed run out and beat up Johnny Gargano. Yeah, but then you're risking like your friendship. No, Roderick Strong should be on board with that. It's all about, you know... The collective, the group. But what if Roderick Strong, who is a, a, a decorated champion outside of WWE uh-huh. himself, yeah, that same Ring of Honor championship that all those guys shared, that's now in the hands of Matt Taven. Yeah, but, well, here's the thing: Adam Cole had that three times, and Strong had it once. So, well, you know, obviously Adam Cole says better. I guess Roderick Strong has officially said, "Redragon's a thing." I'm looking for singles gold. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, the NXT championship is a singles title. Yeah. Yeah. But at the end of the day, Adam Cole's leader of Undisputed Era, what he says goes. Look, I'm just saying there's a lot of... Oh, there's a lot of interpersonal dynamics at play, and that's why I'm... Yeah. At least there's a storyline. not there. so easy. No, it's not. I know it's not. It's a storyline about why they keep losing, at least, so no, I, I like this. That. I hope that. I hope that this leads to uh, Roderick Strong uh, being ousted as a face from the Undisputed Era. And then he goes after the North American title and Undisputed Era then in a swerve helps him win it on the same takeover that Adam Cole wins the NXT championship and Redragon wins the tag championships. They are draped in gold. Everything's okay in my life. Don't get your hopes up, man. That's all I got to say. Don't get your hopes up. Uh, after that, we had a Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah promo. They said uh, Aaliyah's loss in New York was because they were too busy shopping Whining and dining, man. Distracted by, you know, the cultural and and, 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 and shopping joys, I guess, of New York City. It's not bad, um, not so a bad reason. next week, tag match, two of them versus Candace and a partner. What did uh, Vanessa Bourne call Candace? A lower? Yeah. She said, bring a, another lower partner. Mm-hmm. Ouch. You ever been called a lower before? Mm-mm. No, I mean, I don't know. Not to my face, anyways. Yeah, yeah, not to my face. Maybe in some YouTube comments. I've been called a lot of terrible things in my life, but never yeah. that. I mean, I've had death threats, but nobody's ever called me a lower. Yeah. That's just YouTube comments. So yeah, really I know count. pretty much. Uh, after that, we had a really terrific match with a really wonky finish. Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane. And the stipulation, of course, which was made even more ridiculous by the fact that uh, Kyrie uh, was announced as being... They did a whole video package about... Uh, uh, oh, you didn't mention the uh, the Kushida. Did you mention the Kushida? Oh, thing? no, sorry. Yeah, the, They the, did earlier in the episode, they did a Kushida video package uh, sh- showing again his signing and then a bunch of sort of B-roll of him and then in two weeks he'll checking his, his watch. He'll make his debut. And then in two weeks, his debut yep. happens. Yep. Um, and so, uh, so, yeah, there's that. And they did like a video package on all of the NXT columns. Yeah, 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 where they called War Raiders Viking Experience, yeah. 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 And then there they are, the Viking Experience. 
so awkward. It really is. So, I, like, the main event was good, and I actually didn't mind the finish, especially since Kyrie's on her way out, you know. Well, the finish seemed like it should lead into an actual story between Kyrie and Eo, which is probably the original intent before they called up Kyrie. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it was necessarily meant to, to start a feud between the two of them. In my mind, when I watched it, I was like, oh, this is kind of a knowing that Kyrie, whether they knew she would be called up or not when they did this taping, which considering they had that stipulation, they might have had an inclination that was going to happen. Um, it was a bit of a, a, a passing of the torch hmm. from Kyrie to Io. Okay, I can see it that way too. Yeah. So now now it's 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 Io and, and Shayna have like beef now. I would just be bummed Real out if beef. you ran out. I've got like a, if I lose this and I stay here, I can never get a title. Yeah, but the thing is, Kyrie's not staying there. No, I know, but I'm just saying she doesn't know that in the moment. Oh, I know. Kayfabe, she doesn't know that. Eos is looking out for her friend. Well, if I'm looking out for you, what, I'm going to, you know, at least at least if, if you're sitting there like this and somebody's about to stomp on your arm, you can still maybe win this match with one arm. You know, if I come in and interfere. Did you not see Drake almost call the match before that happened? If I don't come in, well, Drake needs to ease up a bit. If I don't come in, you, or if I come in and interfere, you're never winning a title. Or, or Shayna could rip your arm off and start beating you with it. Well, I don't think that. I mean, this isn't like a Grindhouse movie, dude. That'd be cool if that happened. Saying. Can they make that as an actual finish in 2K? It's probably, more, it's probably more of an option in Mortal Kombat. Um, not for storyline purposes. It actually didn't bother me. And I mean, like the imagery was was pretty interesting. Having EO kind of uh, I thought that was very subdued funny. by Shafir and Duke watch made forced to watch uh, or forced to watch uh, yeah. uh, Shayna do it anyways. I mean, they just sort of tease that stuff in the uh, in the takeover thing when yeah, Kyrie yeah. and Eo were like kind of going out back. Prevented each yeah, other. Yeah, not to say uh, not thing. to say they weren't going to head in that direction. I just don't know if it's necessarily a certainty that was going to be in the plans. Yeah, I don't know what the plans were, man. I don't, yeah, I don't know either. That stuff. That would have been great. Kyrie versus Eo having a match between the two of them would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's that was the end of. NXT. No, it was no, it was it was a good. We didn't really talk about the actual match. The match was actually really good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Io started out, or sorry, Kyrie started out super hot, trying to get a quick win, and then uh, Shayna started dropping a bunch of knees on her. Yeah, I'm really glad. I'm glad that they're not calling up Shayna quite yet. Although the the other horsewomen, they just they're they're like job shadowers. Yeah, I feel like they're just kind of too close. Like back up a little bit. They still need to figure out what they should be doing while Shayna gets in the ring and doing her posing. Yeah, I know. Because it's it's there's no because like undisputed era when they all get in there they have a formation they all do it in unison. I know they know exactly they know where exactly to go what to, what to do. Whereas Shayna gets in there and does this thing and Jessamine Duke does her little scream thing she early screams. and then Marina does it after everybody else. Yeah. There's just no coordination to <laughs> yeah, like on the right? way down the ring. Jessamine Duke's not really doing much, and then Maria Shafir's clapping and yeah. stuff. I don't know. They need to coordinate a little bit more. Here's the thing. You, they need to be a more unified group. They have, like at the Performance Center, I've been there. They have an entrance stage and yeah, a I ramp know. that leads to a ring. I've never been there, and even I know that. And I <laughs> Oh, so you watch my vlog, my travel vlog. No, I've, Good. Seen, I've seen it there before. I'm glad you watched You watch the commercials for the All Access. You can see people that paid money to, to go there do that. I didn't have to pay any money. Good for you. <laughs> Anyways, you also didn't get. Don't the worry, man. Next time we're both gonna go. Yeah. That was a fallacy on our part. We should have both go. No, nah, I, I mean it was right before we went to stay. Otherwise, it was like money we were making. Okay. Uh, 
so they can practice that stuff. I understand that. Yeah, I know. You know, there's like a ton of rings. Like they can practice. Here's the thing. They want. I, w- I wonder if they do when they say, "All right, let's do this," and they do it. They practice it. And it's like, yeah, that's all right. And they go and do it, the taping, and they watch it back and like, no, that's no good. <laughs> all right. So I think they're just you do yours things. first while I do mine, and then yeah. you come up last. Oh yeah, that works. And then they do it, and they're like, they're like boy, no, that, that was awkward. That doesn't work at all. That was totally awkward. Or Matt Bloom or someone pulls them aside, saying, "Yeah, that's not that's not cutting it." Yeah. Yeah, it's not gonna work, guys. Sorry. Okay, Albert. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, uh, so yeah, that was that was the thing. Io Shirai came out. She prevented Shayna from destroying Kyrie's arm, and then uh, the other two came in and like grabbed Io and made her watch. Yeah. As uh, Shayna did it, anyways. I love when they rang the bell. Shayna started laughing. She was like, "Well, now she's never gonna get the title." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she said that to Io. Yeah. Oh man, that was good. It was good. Uh, next NXT UK. We'll get through this pretty quickly. Because um, there really wasn't a whole lot of consequence happening. The uh, show kicked off with a decent enough match between the Coffee Brothers, Joe and Mark. Mark. Correct, Mark. Versus Raul Mendoza and Humberto Carrillo. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a pretty decent showing. Yeah, for you know they're not, you know they're taping this at a at access because. Half people just... on the show aren't even NXT UK. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, although, dude, uh, any opportunity I have. For a Casey Catanzaro match. I'll check oh, yeah. Out. Although she didn't seem to do nearly as much as the cool flippy. Well, yeah, I wasn't the story in that match. Uh, decent showing for Raul and Umberto. However, Joe Coffey pins Mendoza after a discus lariat. It was a decent enough match. Yeah, man. Uh, Just that I, one doesn't have any consequences story-wise, so it's hard to really get too invested in it. I liked uh, uh, Nigel fawning over Umberto Carrillo. He says, Raul's oh, a yeah. good-looking guy, but you're standing there next to I Umberto. Know, I and know. then what Vic Joseph said, I know, I feel bad for you sitting next to me, Nigel. And he <laughs> starts laughing. <laughs> oh, you crazy. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I like they were carrying over commentary storylines from 205 Live. That was pretty <laughs> right, good. Right, yeah. Uh, after that, we had a Cassius. Cassius, not Cassius, Cassius Ono interview. Yeah. Where he, now he's got his uh, sight set on uh, Liguero. Cassius has to win that one, right? I would hope so. Right. He can't just go in there and go and have an Ofer. Just Ofer. Well, like, he beat uh, uh, Ashton Smith. That's an Ofer still. That's still. Like, Liguero's a, a, he's like not Travis Banks tier. No. But he's also above Ashton Smith. Oh, absolutely. Tier. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it depends on what kind of outfit Liguero's wearing. If he's got something shiny. He's got a shiny metallic, then he probably will get the win. If If not. If he's just wearing highlighter orange, it's not going to pull. It's not going to do it. Oh, no. Oh, no. So that match is going to happen at some point. Uh, This is probably the highlight of the whole show was uh, they're going around talking to people about Walter and Pete Dunn, their match takeover, and how excited they are for the rematch. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Especially when Jordan Devon was like, I don't care who wins. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then Walter just rolls up to him yeah. and they have a stare down. That was great. Well, the thing the thing that I like is that Walter rolls up to him and Devlin doesn't shy away. He goes like this. Mm-hmm. It's all on his face. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. The Irish Ace, that's where it's at. Dude. Yeah, man. That's where it's at. Um, after that, we had oh, Kona Reeves versus Dave Mastiff. This oh, my was a far more competitive match than it needed to be. <laughs> I agree. I agree. If they want to book Dave Mastiff as a monster, he really should be... Wiping the floor with Kona Reeves. Basically, yes, yeah. I know. Yeah, you mean he won with a cannonball, but still, it was match probably about five minutes too long. Probably, yeah. I don't even know if it was a five minute long match. It was like a six minute long match. It was five minutes too long. Um, uh, next, we had a Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster promo. They want Mustache Mountain. Boy, I read that one wrong. Last week, 
They were saying we're going to celebrate. Mustache Man was saying we're going to celebrate with our good friends. You can almost kind of assume. Oh yeah, you can almost kind of. Flash Morgan Webster and this is what they're going to have. They're going to they're going to mix it up with the boys. Remember? We're going to mix. I thought we were going to get a party montage. No man, this is a fight. I want to see how those Brits party. No, they're mixing it up. They mean it's fighting at the pub. Maybe that's where it started. I was off camera. Someone spilled the pint. Now someone's got beef. It just sounds like they really want to fight for fun. No, man. I want to see you guys like party. That's why I feel like these next few episodes of NXT UK, the one they they did in New York, are kind of non-canon. Like they're in New York. Go out and film some stuff with these four guys. Times Square. You know, party boys. Times Square. <laughs> I don't know where you party. Where do you party? Not in Times Square. Well, where do you then? I'm just, there's bars everywhere in New York. Okay, well. You're on the lower. When we were there. You know what you're talking about. Well, I mean, if you if you got like a family of four and looking for a, 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 a themed restaurant, See, go to that Times would Square. Be even funnier because go they don't Times know. Square. They don't know. Like, where are they going? Yeah, go to Buca de Beppo down there or something. <laughs> go to Buffalo Wild Wings yeah. Times Square. So I'm sure that's there. See, they don't know. That's the joke. Remember, we were staying in the Lower East Side. There was bars everywhere. Yeah. Well, everywhere. Where did we go? I don't know. Times Square, Yankee Stadium. See, Yankee Stadium is a better answer than Times Square. You're gonna party at Yankee Stadium? Hell yeah, man. Is there like go a, watch a baseball game, get some beers? Hell yeah! Oh my god! Most, you're not you're not a party boy like they're party boys. No, but also I would know better not to go to Times Square to, to go to go party. Okay, well maybe let them know that they're just gonna fight in a barn. That's at fine. Access. So that's better than going to Times Square, probably. Mm. Uh, next, Casey Cantonzaro versus Rhea Ripley. Like you know, I just kind of pictured Times Square as like a, a Universal City Walk on steroids. Yeah, it could be. And I've been to Universal City Walk plenty of times in what LA. What if they go party in Times Square pre-Giuliani? That's a different story entirely. Yeah, that's where they got to go. That would actually be probably a real party. Well, yeah, that's like a dangerous party. Yeah, it really is. Because you might get shot, yeah. or you might end up loaded on cocaine and having the time of your life. Yeah, you know, it could, or both. And pre-Giuliani, cocaine was totally safe. Well, no. Um, Casey Catanzaro versus Rhea Ripley. Uh, it's a good match. Short. Casey Cantanzaro, when she, I mean, she's already pretty good. Like she's super athletic. That's been well established. She seems get, like she's having a lot of fun in the ring, and, and that matters. And the storytelling aspects, I think yeah. she's picking up pretty quickly because a couple of like when she does that crossbody type deal and Rhea catches her. Mm-hmm. I mean, she reacts to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, the, and her face says, "Oh hell, mm-hmm. this is not going to be good." Yeah, uh, Rhea wins with a riptide, and then just goes back in the ring after the bell. And uh, puts Casey in like a reverse clover leaf. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. And then yeah, and then then go to the training room. There's yeah, Casey backstage. Yeah, Rhea comes up, and Casey's like in the medical area, the triage center, <laughs> and says, "Oh, look at you! You're a medical." Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then she's like, "Next time, fight somebody your own size or something like that." And then uh, Piper Niven comes up. Yeah, uh, and says, "Hello, Ripley." Hello, Rhea. And then Rhea leaves. And she's like, ooh. Uh, next, we had a Ginny interview where she didn't say anything. They just asked her about losing Tony Storm, and she stormed off. Yep. And then the main event, Grizzled Young Veterans taking on Amir Jordan and Kenny Williams. Uh, Zach Gibson had a promo before the match, and he said, it's not going to be a title match after all. Yeah. Which, given that's the case, I feel it makes the finish even less sensical. Well, they don't want to be embarrassed also. Yeah, by the end of the day, there's nothing really to lose. Their pride and them looking like assholes. They look like an asshole they lose to these two guys. Yeah. 
Then they start jumping around and dancing. That's As, I sort of said this, it made far more sense if it was still a title match for them to have the finish they did. Yeah, it works regardless. And either way, it works. But still, you know, no sweat off them. Anyways, uh, Zach Gibson uh, apparently gets kicked in the head, starts selling because uh, he's just recovering from a. That's what they said. It was an eardrum injury. A yeah. Bursted, ear, yeah, busted eardrum, bursted ah. eardrum. That happened to me once. I hurt. Were you dizzy? Ooh. No, it just hurt. Yeah. Because I had an ear infection. And I guess so much fluid built up in there that it, my eardrum burst. Oh, God. When, how old were you when that happened? I don't know. It was like two years ago. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know if it was a recent thing or a long time ago thing. I had ear infections a lot I'm as like a kid. like 40 years old. Who gets ear infections when you're 40 years old? It's just a random thing, man. Just It just happens? I don't think I've ever had one. Oh, I used to have them a lot. Oh. I had have tubes put in my ears. Oh. Poor baby boy. Well, not a baby boy anymore. I'm going to hug you now. Um, so Zach Gibson's ringside, like, holding his ear. <laughs> Put his finger in there, trying to see if he can hear still. And then uh, James Drake's in there. Mar- it's the more most, or less that's the most Zach Gibson injury he can get. Oh, I know. It's more or less a, a handicap match at that point. Uh, Gibson manages to break up a couple pins, including one after Amir Jordan hits a Swan Tom on James Drake. Uh, Gibson pulls Drake out of the ring, and then they just walk out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Drake wants to go back and fight. To his credit, he was like, he yeah. kept on trying to go. He was like, no, no, no. Why are we gonna do that? It's an and that was a great thing. Gibson, like during all like whenever he'd have the upper hand, which is often, he'd just yell out, Exhibition. Yeah. Exhibition. That's pretty funny. That was good stuff. And of course, like prior to that, it was just a killer promo. His promos are so good. And God bless that American audience. I mean, was, there were some people in the crowd that obviously were savvy. Yeah. And they were doing the shoes off chant. Yeah. But it's nothing. I mean, that's that's honestly. UK, I can say this more than any other. I mean, Full Sail is great. The crowd there is great. Uh, but except for the one guy saying, you suck, Johnny. Uh, no way. You're suddenly going to bat for Gargano, man. Because it just seems awkward. I don't like when people randomly scream during a promo. That bugs the crap out of me. Like, he's like, unless you're like in a big audience. If you're what a big if, audience, what if, that's one What if thing. instead of, of him yelling, you still suck, Johnny, he's like, you're the best, Johnny. Would you be cool with that? Because he's still yelling, interrupting his promo. I'm st- I'm not even cool with that. I want complete silence, not just a rando just say, "Hey!" I'm not. I'm just. I've never. That's actually been kind of a pet peeve of mine. All right. Some random guy. Hey, you're great. You suck. We love you. Okay, I'm trying to talk here. Your part is done. Shut up and sit there and be no, quiet. It's, it's an interactive experience the whole time, man. Oh man. Yeah, it is. Oh man. It's like that time I went to the house show ages ago. And Emma was still there, and it was right after she got that shoplifting thing, and this guy. Well, that's just being rude. Yeah, it's terrible. Well, I think it's yeah. That's just being that's same just, thing. No, I mean somebody within the context of storyline saying you still suck, Johnny. I mean, it's obviously a, like a he's a, he's an undisputed era fan. He's trying to put over undisputed. I'm era. an undisputed era fan. I'll hear the guy out. Maybe just shut up, and and he'll tell you something that you want to hear. Maybe he's going to give that title back to Adam Cole. This is not quibble, man. Um, uh, anyways, the uh, show ended with a Peter Dune interview. Uh, man, he's intent on getting that rematch. He wants that title back. Yeah. Greener pastures for you, Peter Dune, on, uh, in NXT or, uh, or maybe Raw. Probably NXT. Probably, yeah. Probably, but God. Why, could, why didn't he get called up? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Is Triple H hoarding the guys that he really, really wants? He's like, oh, Alistair Black and Ricochet, they're going to be fine regardless. But, you know, he's going to talk crap to Vince about Gargano in the Undisputed Era. And uh, yeah, These guys are way too small. Done. They can never make them the main roster. Look at these guys, Dad. They're so small. They can't. They're even too small for 205 Live. I'm just saying this. I'm protecting you. Look at them. They're so stupid. 
<laughs> Look at Adam Cole. He's got no charisma. No charisma whatsoever. Look, he's got little grapefruits, Dad. You hate that, huh? Guy with small testicles. You hate that, right? These are the smallest. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not like you, Dad. <laughs> Let's talk about 205 Live. Show kicked off with a, a four-way match. Grand Metalik, Arya Davari, Mike Kanellis, and Akira Tozawa. Uh, I look kind of like this. You can count on every episode of 205 Live pretty much these days kicking off with Lucha House Party. Yeah, yeah, they're great. Their excitement and energy. Um, yeah, it's they, great. They're terrific. I like them a lot. I like them a lot too. Uh, this match was pretty good because uh, yet again it, it it's furthers the greatest. It furthers. Just give a, me Mike Canales. I wish every episode would kick off with Mike Canales. Uh, furthers the story of Mike Canales uh, always pretty much being on the verge of victory, yeah. only for something to happen. Yeah, man. Uh, this time uh, he had... He has uh, his finisher on Akira Tozawa. Goes to the pin. yeah. Uh, he sees Grand Metalik go on the top, gets off uh, Tozawa. So Metalik drops an elbow on Tozawa instead of Canellis. Canellis then tosses Metalik from the ring. Uh, and before you can really turn around to go back to try to pin Tozawa, Davari tosses him mm-hmm. from the ring. So Davari covers Tozawa, and he gets mm-hmm. the win. Yep. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Really good. Did I forget, did, did Drake say this was the number one contender thing? No, he did the thing where you know, whoever, well, we're seeing. whoever wins this match would really strengthen their case to yeah. be Tony Nese's next uh, opponent. And then he was also playing up the idea that Drake Maverick himself might get taken out of 205 Live because of the Superstar shakeup, which really bums me out because I really I wanted to see him go with EC3. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. that'll happen now. Maybe after getting destroyed by Braun, maybe that'll be an maybe EC3 motivation thing. for him to have Something, some backup. man. Something for EC3. This is a fun match, though. A lot of good spots outside of the ring. Canellas yeah, ate a powerbomb from Davari out there. It was a good match. Maria looked like a million bucks. Everybody looked like a million bucks. Um, next, we had uh, two promos from the two competitors in the main event. First, Oni Lorcan talking about how uh, you know he respects everything Cedric has done on 205 Live. Um, it was actually more of a face promo than we've seen from Oni of late. Yeah. He shaved his he shaved his all his hair off his head. Yeah, I guess he's turned a new leaf. Yeah, respectful Oni Lorcan. Yeah, um, to a degree. 
He's been kind of all over the map during his time in NXT and 205 Live. But I like it because he's always just been Oni Lorcan. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, sometimes he plays it up heel. Sometimes, like, especially when he's with Danny Burch, he'll play it up face. I mean, with Burch, has been pretty much exclusively yeah. up the face. His, yeah. his, his, you know, most recent run in NXT has been pretty much just as a face. Mm-hmm. And, 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 but in 205 Live, he got upset when Cedric touched his jacket. Yeah, he yeah he was doing like a weird crazy angle. Yeah, and then I guess with the the the, the call up for Cedric to to Raw, mm-hmm. I guess maybe they said, hey, you're gonna be you're gonna be like one of the lead faces here. Maybe he is terrific. He oh, is, he's great. This main event got, was fantastic. It was really good. It was like twenty five minutes, twenty yeah, minutes it was long. like that. And uh, and Oni Lorcan, he's got he has mastered the art of of, of frenetic. Mm-hmm. Everything he does doesn't seem planned, and there's something really, really beautiful about that. You know what I mean? Even, dude, even when he walks to the ring and he and he puts up the finger, he puts up one. I think Birch puts up two. Yes. But he puts up one, and even that looks like he's trying to figure out how to get from the stage to the ring, and he doesn't. He's not exactly clear on it. Yeah. <laughs> like Everything he does just seems so in the moment, and it makes for just the most exciting matches. And then, of course, he does those slaps and the chops. Oh, I know, I know. And they're just beautiful. They're great. And I love yeah. in this match where Cedric uh, did that to Oni. Mm-hmm. Grabbed him by the face and started slapping the hell out of him. Mm-hmm. That was great. Yeah. Uh, afterwards, uh, Cedric had a promo, you know, talking about how this could be very well his last match on 205 Live. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, if it is, he's going to go out swinging yeah. against Oni Lorcan. Yeah. Hey, man, what a doozy of a match this was. Yeah, it was so much fun. It was great. Uh, a lot of stiff European uppercut action from Oni Lorcan. Uh, Cedric does that handspring kick. Uh, uh, Oni countered European uppercut to the back. Mm-hmm. Later on, there's another instance. Oh, yeah, when uh, he was, uh, Cedric's trying to do a springboard lariat. European uppercut. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mentioned that spot where Cedric grabs Oni by the face. I think they were on the apron. Yeah. 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 Starts slapping the hell out of him. Yeah. And then Oni responds with a half and half suplex on the apron. He tosses Cedric back in. Hits another half and half in the middle of the ring for the win. Yeah. Um, great match. Fantastic. And there was a nice little moment between the two mm-hmm. of them. Oni I was probably just saying, hey, good luck. And then there was a great moment backstage. Uh, oh, yeah, on, on the WB's Twitter. Yeah. Where Oni's hanging out in the background, and, and Cedric's uh, uh, and Mustafa Ali talk for a bit. They hug. Roman Reigns shakes his hand, says, "Good match." Yeah, it's a beautiful little moment. Yeah. So that's awesome, man. Like, we now have confirmation between Buddy Murphy, Mustafa Ali, Cedric Alexander. There's upward mobility there for cruiserweights. Path. Yep. Forward. So that's awesome. That that's really good. cool. That's very good. Uh, let's answer. Let's do this. I got this. I'm gonna open. Well, I was going to take, it was, I think, December 31st. Uh, I think yeah. we got that a long time ago at our P.O. Yeah. box. Somehow it ended up it's lost in my house somewhere, which was weird. Some sort of garment inside. No note. No note? Hmm. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, look at that. That is awesome. Pancrase Tour 1995, Eyes of the Beast, Minoru Suzuki. Oh, there's back to it, too. Oh, man, that's awesome. Isn't that cool? That's so great. Eyes of the Beast Tour. That's awesome. Man, that's that's amazing. That is rad. Well, where's the thing? I don't think it said the name on it. No, I think it's just the store. Well, whoever sent this to us, can you please 
stand up. Can you please? Yes, please. That's amazing. Thank you so much. This is going on the set, man. Hell yeah, That's man. Great. We'll put it over on your side. Thank you, thank you, thank big... you so much. Minoru Suzuki's the best, greatest wrestler of all time, greatest combat athlete of all time. Hands down. All right, let's answer some questions. Yes. Uh, Alex Foster, this is a great question. Are there any? Are there any people on the NXT house show circuit you would like to see more of? Anybody you can think What's of? His name Brennan Williams. Yeah, I've heard. He's good been things. on up, up, down, down quite a bit. I've heard good things. I've heard good things about him. Yeah. Um, gee whiz, I'm trying to think. Who else is out there? NXT roster. Hold on. Uh, it's the greatest, greatest roster. Here we go. I've ever known. Okay. Um, I'm interested to see what they do with Punishment Martinez, Damian Priest. Damian Priest, that's right. Oh, Bugenhagen. Yeah, Bugenhagen. He's he, hey, he made the uh, the intro. He did. He's in the intro. He did. Um, of course, they just announced the oh Trevor Lee. Get Trevor Lee on TV. Yeah, I would think that he's gonna, he's only on the house show circuit just to... Oh, obviously, Stokely Hathaway. Uh, I think ACH is doing the house show circuit yeah, right now. Yeah, But are there... And I'm trying to think... And then, of course, there was that picture of uh, Kushida, Shane Strickland, and uh, Garza Jr. Yeah. Uh, the newest signees. Yeah. Uh, of course, Rachel Ellering. I think she's doing the house show circuit right now. Yeah, she is. Want to see a lot more of her. Uh, and then I was really bummed out. I think she was going to make her TV debut. Oh, Chelsea. Chelsea? Green. Yeah. 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 I think she wrestled the, it wasn't a dark match in the last tapings or maybe her debut where she broke her wrist. I don't know which one it was. I don't know what it was supposed to be. Who's she fighting? She was fighting. Uh, was it Dakota Kai? No, no Dakota Kai still hurt. Who was it then? I don't remember. I forget. Maybe if I look at the names, I'll, it's the it will ring a bell. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. In any event, uh, yeah. Question time. Yeah, that was the first question. Sorry. Uh, you mentioned other guy, new member. You did. Uh, Jay Sean Lawrence, Killian Dane to NXT UK, yay or nay? Nay. You say yay. I say nay, man. Well, I mean, if it's, if it's a matter of him being on NXT UK a lot and being in a prominent role or barely being on SmackDown, put him on NXT UK. Yeah, I mean, a, a rebrand and an actual debut. Like, dude, give me him instead of Lars. Yeah. You know, like he could be, a mu- I don't know, just a much more charismatic and interesting mm-hmm. Lars Sullivan. He's a better wrestler, too. And yeah, a better wrestler. And you got your big monster guy. If you want a big monster, that was your guy. Yeah, I know. Uh, TJ Fuse, the SmackDown's writing stays as good as it has been. Could we see the best Roman we've seen in his career? I hope so. Just let Ro- just let Joe be Joe. Yeah. Just let agree. him be himself. And I, I think he'll get over if people just give him an opportunity. Uh, the Terror. Hey, friendos. Can you wish my nephew Sean a happy birthday in Alistair Black ice cream man voice? Sean. Sean. Another year gone by. And now you're three many years older. Doesn't make sense, does it? Mm-mm. Doesn't matter. Here's some ice cream. Enjoy. There you go. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, Luis Meza. They can call Ember Moon the War Empress, but not call War Raiders War Raiders. Hmm, Vince Booking getting more and more irritating. Ugh. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's. I, I've heard that endlessly. 
And there is a there is look. I hate to defend it, but obviously they can drop the they can drop the nickname War Goddess. Yeah, much easier than her actual name. Yeah. So you know, obviously it's not a problem with them saying war on TV necessarily. It's future proofing in case that does become an issue. Yeah. Um, well, it's more of a yeah. I mean, like a nickname is a nickname, but if your actual team name has got war in it and that's an issue, then I mean, you, yeah. you, you know you don't want that on action figures. I, I guess. I mean, look, I don't I don't care. I think it's silly. Yeah. But I understand where they're coming from. Like, like there is some logic there. It's just they didn't have to run towards the stupidest name ever. Yeah. No. Austin Luff. Hey guys, thank you and uh, sorry. Thanks to you and all the friendos that sent me kind words yesterday. Best community out there. I hope he's doing okay. Mm-hmm. Ricky Scurvy, does SmackDown's call-up of Kyrie spell singles title run for Io Shirai and NXT? Yeah. That seems to be where it's going, yeah. Yeah. Breakingcontrollers.com, going in raw math for the brood. You got a pen over there? For the brood? Yeah, man. No it's pen. Nice. I have paper. I need pen. No. I have silver Sharpie. That's fine. What up? So being good, in-ring. Uh, so like while they were the brood, they were good, but yeah. Edge and Christian didn't have their breakthrough until yeah, they were yeah. after the brood. Uh, I'll say six. Yeah. Six is fine. Promo. I'd say six. Well, their look would be extremely high yeah, because that's when, that's when we dive into the entrance. Nine. Yeah. Nine is look. Their theme was great. Did I wasn't part of their gimmick that they didn't talk. Yeah, I don't remember them really talking much. What would that necessitate? I mean, what would that mean for a promo? They didn't say anything. I mean, you can't give them a zero because a zero is a bad. It would be a five. It'd be a five. It'd be yeah, average, it'd be a five. Because yeah. zero through four is bad promo. Yeah, average promo is five. Yeah, legacy. I mean, it spawn helps spawn the careers of two of the most decorated WWE wrestlers ever, in Edge and Christian. But the legacy as the brood, while people liked them, I think I think they're one of the more underrated. Factions, like everybody yeah. always says good things about them. I'd give them the six because it's better than average. All right, kayfabe. I remember them really winning anything. Gangrel, well, Gangrel in theory should have been like the singles guy, and he didn't win anything. No, I mean kayfabe. I'd probably give him a four. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what their record was. They probably beat a lot of jobbers, and that was the extent yeah, of it. It's five plus. That sounds right. Yeah, I mean their 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 strength was in their packaging. Packaging was fantastic. That was everything. That, and that, the thing is, you're not going to get more than... Look at that. Ooh. Hot. Uh, Jeffrey Nguyen says, Matt Taven equals Roderick Strong confirmed. Huh? Matt Taven equals Roderick Strong confirmed? Oh, that's the case. Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey. Uh, talking crazy again. Jay Sean Lawrence, the transition from the death, or sorry, the Dream Valley driver, the Purple Rainmaker, is a thing of beauty. It really is, He's man. A very He's smooth. so smooth. He's so smooth. Max, zero. Since I came up with this too late for the SmackDown recap, you brought up Rude being better off as a heel tag team guy. What do you think the chances are he reunites with his early 2000s TNA tag team with Eric Young? Oh. I don't necessarily think he 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 as a talent is better in a heel tag team. I think it, having that role on Raw might benefit him, so he doesn't get lost in the shuffle as a singles competitor. I think they're probably going to be done with him as a tag team. Like, are they going to get rid of Gable just to put him in another tag team? Yeah, I know. You think they have got a plan for Gable? Well, okay, let they have me a ask plan you this. for either of them. Let me ask you this. Come on, there was a reason they split them up. What was the reason? 
uh, probably because they thought the the raw tag division had reloaded sufficiently. They didn't need another tag team. Probably nothing to do with whatever plans they may have had or probably don't have for Ruder Gable. They're like, well, we just added Alistair and Ricochet full time. We got War Raiders and we got the Usos over here. Uh, Rude and Gable are going to be pushed out of, in the, of the tag division now because we already have the Revival. We have Hawkins and Ryder. They're the champions. That's five teams that we're going to focus on. We don't need them anymore. Just break them up. Yeah, you're probably right. That sounds right. Uh, Max Zero also. I just like this question. Who has the higher ceiling? Who would you rather be, Larson? The finest Kona Reeves or Aaliyah? The answer is Kona Reeves. Because Aaliyah's been there for like since NXT opened their doors. Yeah, she's been there a long time. And that's got to be frustrating. Yeah. Because it's like, man, you literally have seen everybody pass you by. At least Kona Reeves has only had his gimmick for a short spell. And he probably has a weird cultish following of some sort. I don't know, man. You know who he is. Everybody knows yeah. who he is. Kyle Hershey says, love your show, guys. Thank you. Thank you. PJ Segundo, uh, what are your guys' thoughts on Shane Strickland's ceiling in either main roster, NXT, or 205? I don't know nearly enough about him. I have not seen. He's good. I've seen like maybe highlights, and he seems good. Yeah, he is good. I've never heard him on the microphone. I don't remember if I have. Or if I have, I don't remember it. I mean, he had a, he, he's a pretty prominent, he had a pretty prominent role in MLW. He was yeah. a champ for a while. Yeah, I haven't watched much of that beyond Conan getting stabbed. Yeah, I'm more familiar with his work in Lucha Underground where he was kill shot. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I didn't watch any of that. And that one tag match he was in at the Progress show he went to. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, he's a good wrestler. He's really good. So I, I don't know. I don't know enough about him. Uh, Dragon Reborn, will Garza Jr. Uh, keep the tearaway pants gimmick? I hope so. I think there should be a tearaway pant gimmick guy in every promotion. We got Taichi in New Japan. WB needs their own tearaway pants guy. I think it's great. Uh, I don't know, man. Yes, I'm all about it. No. Keep it 100%. Dude, that's going to give you a ceiling. Tearaway pants is not universal champion material. And really, your goal should be to be universal champion. If you're not, if you're not future-proofing yourself for a universal championship run, why are you even bothering? You know who, who just to have you know a what, good career. You know what former WWE uh, legend once employed tearaway pants. Hold on, don't tell him. Well, The Rock. Yeah, <laughs> The Rock can do it. Why can't Garza Jr.? Why can't Taichi? Because The Rock did it well after he had achieved legendary status. Well, I'm saying he was setting the precedent right there. You too can be a wrestling legend and employ tearaway pants. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the cult of false realities of NXT was supposed to be a part of the shakeup. Who should Raw and SmackDown have sent to NXT? Well, Alexander Wolf might be in, end up going somewhere in NXT. Um, so that's my answer, I guess. He should just go all in on the moshing stuff. Be like a a mosher or <clears throat> a straight edge guy. Yeah, that'd be good. Straight edge dancing is kind of like. It's just very aggressive acting. Yes, it's yes. like shadow punching, baby. Yeah, pretty shadow much. Shadow boxing, yeah. 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 Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Blake Whitehouse is a good point. With the 205 roster now down to like nine people, what two or three people do you add to replace Cedric and Buddy? Well, I think they're going to – I wouldn't surprise me if ACH went to 205. That wouldn't surprise me. I mean, he had kind of a name out on the indies. Yeah, yeah. But not like a super-duper name. 
No, but he's wrestled everywhere. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he was in New Japan. And it's not like, I mean, they already changed his name. He's not ACH. For now. Yeah. I wonder how long that's going to. Oh. Although, did he, did he, did he did a thing in the tapings, didn't he? In the Mm -hmm. latest tapings. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wasn't by he wasn't going by ACH. It was that was, was that his shoot name, Albert Hardy. Jr.? Yeah, that's his real name. Yeah, they're gonna change that. Oh, for sure. You can't be rolling up Albert Hardy Jr. But I'm guessing it probably you won't heard be about the Universal Champion, Albert Hardy Jr. I'm guessing it won't be ACH though. Anyways. Uh, I think that's it for the show. Yeah. Sorry, I was checking. <laughs> You're looking at the roster. What are you looking at? I'm trying to the see roster? if anybody else I can go to. Two, well, like Trevor Lee would probably go to 205 Live. Stacy Urban Jr. Didn't he want? Didn't he ask for his release? Yes, he did. We really heard whether it was granted or not. He wanted out. Yeah, but concussion scares. And they said, "Bad news, Stacy. You're ours. You can't force someone to wrestle. You belong to me now. Get out there and wrestle now." He can quit it. He just won't be able to sign anywhere else. Hustle loyalty and Stacey Uffin Jr. Anyways, that's it for the show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, patrons, $5 and up, and YouTube channel members, stay tuned. We've got a bonus episode yeah. coming up. Yeah. So pay attention to that community uh, page if you're a channel tab, member. Tab, yeah, yeah. Tab, yeah, 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 yeah. Tab here. And, uh, like the soda from the 80s. And patrons, uh, hopefully you have your notifications turned on, or just pay attention to the Patreon wall. Till next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.